All right. So we got a fun episode in mind today. Uh, and Sean and I have been friends now for a long time, but that may that may change by the end of this episode. We're going to get into a little bit of de- debate. And today's debate is um, the benefits of hosting your own podcast versus being a guest. So I think uh, it might be fair um, for us to take turns on both of those things. Um, but let's start with the hosting conversation. So um, why is hosting a stronger value prop than being a guest? Sure. So teeing me up with that question, I think positions me in, in the direction of I favor that and I do, um, but I'll <laughs> touch on both. And it's not that I am against guesting as a strategy. I think that works, but I think there's a use case for it like anything else. Um, so it really depends on what it is you want to do in terms of which of these strategies you think is going to work best. But you know, the fact that we've built a company that offers podcasting as a service, I think probably means we're likely biased in this area. But regardless, I wouldn't have done that if I didn't think having your own podcast was arguably more valuable. And the biggest reason I think is because if you're guesting on someone else's show, you really don't control anything. You don't control the narrative, the story, the positioning, maybe even the questions, what you're talking about. Plus, you don't get any of the extras like producing the content, uh, having that content out there, the opportunity to do different things with it, grow it, and just have it grow your exposure, authority, and brand. All of these things that you get if you're making an investment into a podcast or a show of your own to promote what it is that you do, help you help educate people, um, grow your exposure, all those types of things. You lose all of that value if you are exclusively just basically like guesting on other shows. Um, now, I think there are use cases for guesting, but it really depends on what it is you want to do. If you want, if you like, let's say you've written a book recently and you want to grow exposure for it, great. Go find anybody who may want to have you as a subject matter expert on a podcast related to an audience and topics that may get value out of your book. I think that's great. Um, you know, in fact, it's something that I've leveraged myself because I've been a guest on a bunch of different podcasts, but for me, it's more like a time and a place kind of thing. If that's your only strategy, then I think you're going to lose a lot of the value. So, yeah, and let me be clear. I don't think it's a viable um, exclusive strategy, right? So guesting on podcasts, I think, is something that you would do in complement to having your own. One of the things that comes to mind, though, as a strength um, is when you are guesting on other podcasts, you have two kind of major things going for you. The first thing you have going for you is you get access to a completely new audience, which has value. If somebody likes what you're saying on somebody else's show and that audience is existing, you get access to that audience by virtue of being a guest on that show. You might grow your own podcast even further by having that exposure. Um, And then the other side of it is when you're a host, typically, and I can speak to my experience with this and uh, listening to the episodes that we've produced for our clients, um, it's very challenging sometimes to also take the role of subject matter expert. You get to do the interview, you get to have the conversations, but sometimes adding the editorial content that you would want to add, um, it isn't right because you're either going to trump the guest or you may uh, get in in the way of the conversation uh, and jeopardize your role as an interviewer when you're doing interview style shows. So I think in some cases, um, yes, you should always have your own podcast. Like that's like bread and butter for our value prop. But broadly, um, I think supplementing that with guest 
booking or guests, uh, uh, being guests on other people's shows is a great way to both increase your exposure and uh, position yourself also as a subject matter expert. Thoughts? Yeah, I think that's fair. But I mean, again, I'm going to come back to having your own as being a great way to get booked on others. Like, I mean, you're doing it now, right? Like you host our show and occasionally you talk to somebody who has a podcast and it's like, there's reciprocity there, right? You're not like actively seeking out shows and messaging people and putting all the time into getting booked elsewhere. There are services out there for doing that. We largely haven't done that. And I think it's because of all these things that we've discussed. So Again, I think having a show and growing your own audience exposure, I think that's where 90 plus percent of the value really is. But as a potential strategy, or if you don't want to make that commitment or investment, I get that file for sure. Then you might want to consider, you know, just being on someone else's show or trying out what that's like or whatever. But Hmm. um, yeah, I think there's a time and a place for each, I think. But I do still feel that like most of the value for sure is having your own show. Ah. Man, this argument is lame. We 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 started when I was like, oh yeah, we're gonna get into a great, you know. Uh, we both agree this is less fun than I had hoped, but uh, it does, it does certainly speak to the fact that um, there are strengths and weaknesses of both, and if they're integrated into your strategy for podcasting, you can go a lot further, um, not just uh, much more much further beyond being a guest, and also much further beyond being a host by uh, building some of those strategic relationships doing some of those cross-pollinations. I think there's, um, I've seen some uh, shows and episodes where folks will do like the, um, uh, you be a guest on my show, I'll be a guest on your show and maybe we can get our audiences to interconnect. Um, There's lots of like little strategic trickery kind of things that you can do to help uh, get a little bit broader audience access and drive engagement and engagement's the name of the game with a lot of this stuff. So um, that's the other part of it. I think being a guest on a show without the ability to drive engagement is also questionable at best. So uh, to your yeah, point, let me add something to that before yeah. we wrap up. That's one thing I want to share for folks too, is that, so as we built our podcast of our own, and as those have grown over time, if you invest in this, you'll notice that more people reach out to you about trying to get on your show and that context, profile, strategy, volume, all those things change over time. So now I'm at the point where getting a lot of inbound requests to be on my various podcasts and most of it is pure garbage. Like it's just, Hey, you know, I work for XYZ guest booking company and I've got the perfect guest for your show. And they happen to have done something in tech once upon a time in their life. But at the same time, they have all these great services that they can sell to your audience. And I'm like, dude, that's, I guess I appreciate the transparency, but why would anyone want to do that? (laughs) like I get it right you it's it's just clear in terms of what you're trying to do and sometimes they're better at masking it than others but you're clearly just trying to get on my show to sell to my audience right and a lot of the times the profile of your guest doesn't match in terms of the expertise that would be relevant for my audience so yeah be on the lookout for that kind of stuff as well too uh especially if you're considering hiring one of these companies to get you booked um, make sure you check like what kind of shows they can actually get you booked on or give, you know, tell them to give you a couple of examples of shows that they have booked someone like you on before. Make sure it's not, you know, a cooking show, assuming that you do B2B SaaS, for example, like sure, they can get you on a show, but how much value is that really going to be for you, for the, the other yeah. host and all this kind of stuff. So just be careful of the level of quality and what's going on here. 
So I've been a little bit turned off on this as a concept because of that reason. And instead, you know, but when you do get eventually get somebody who's a good fit, I mean, I would look personally for more folks that are from an internal team trying to book someone on your show. Like if they've got a communications expert or a marketing person or whatever, but the domain for their email matches the domain for the guests or the person they're trying to get right. on your show, right? And check their profile and see whether or not they're a good fit. Um, those folks can be really great opportunities, but because of the noise here, some of that stuff might be uh, farther and fewer in between. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that clearly gets back to the goals, right? And the goals and objectives. One of the things that I've seen as well, to your point, you get folks like, uh, you know, we've been running a, a marketing podcast now for ages. And one of the things that people are reaching out for guest booking on is like, yeah, he's invented this new weight loss technique. And I'm like, have you not listened to the show? We've never talked about That's exactly about right. That. They don't. Like Crazy. they're just spraying, praying crap at you all day, every day. And that's yeah. a good position to be in if you have your own show. But at the same time, like just be wary of people initially reaching out to being a guest on your show to try to get a better understanding of like what it is they're actually trying to do. And if it doesn't yeah. pass the smell test, I would just pass. I pass on probably 90 plus percent of the inbound requests that I get for folks to be a guest on the show because it just doesn't make any sense or what it is they're trying to do is obvious for me and there's no value in it for me, my show, my audience, et cetera. Yeah, I think that, but on the other side of it, obviously there's a potential for some strategic outreach as well. If, you, if you're in a market space where there are shows that are really, really good and well done, for you to reach out and say, hey, listen, I host a show. It's similar. It's a little bit different in this way. Maybe you can share some of your insights here. Maybe I can come share some of my insights on your show. Those synergies are great. Um, uh, just be mindful of the scams that come out. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of folks out do there. Your, I mean, do your homework and be yeah. genuine, right? Like, don't, you're going to look foolish if you just spray and pray or you yeah, dump yeah. a bunch of like podcast host emails into a cold email outreach about how wonderful you're going to be on insert whatever show here, <laughs> right? Something personalized yeah, yeah. and make sure that what it is you're trying to connect with ultimately makes sense, not just for you, but for them. And again, just like we do in guest booking a podcast chef, like it's more about them. It's not about you, right? Talk to them about why they would be interested in having you as a guest on their show. Like, what can you do for them? What can you, what kind of value can you bring to their audience? What kind of story can you tell? What type of, what, what have you accomplished that they might be interested in hearing more about? That kind of stuff. All right, man. I guess we're going to have to save our fight for another day, but uh, this was still a great conversation. I think it gives valuable insight uh, for a lot of the folks out there looking to uh, understand the benefits and strengths and challenges with booking and, and having your own show, guest booking, all that kind of stuff. So if you ever have questions about this and, and it's, it's, time, it's that time in the show where we do our plug, if you guys have questions about this, we've been putting out a ton of content up on our website for you to take a look at on all of the things related to building a podcast, the ones and where's and why for us. So do check out podcastchef.com. Uh, if you have any additional questions, there is a book demo button and we will walk you through and solve any of the problems you may have along the way. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Consulting Trap. If you have suggestions for future episodes or would like to be a guest on our show, please send me an email at brian at podcastchef.com. That's B-R-I-A-N at P-O-D-C-I-S-T-C-H-E-F dot com. Before we go, we'd like to thank the sponsor of our show, Podcast Chef. 
Podcast Chef helps turn ordinary podcasting into a revenue-generating lead magnet for your consulting business. Our Podcasting Done For You service takes away the headache of starting up and running your own podcast. Reach out now to take advantage of our 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit us at podcastchef.com to find out how our team of experts can help you leverage podcasting to take your business to the next level. Hey, you. Yes, you. It's uh, 2024 and you don't have a podcast yet. Or maybe you do, but you're struggling with it. Uh, We will talk to you about that uh, for free. We'll help you figure out uh, where you might be stuck, uh, whether or not we can help you for sure. But also, uh, if you don't have one yet, what are the like first five things you can do? Uh, what are some great angles that you can use to make sure that your podcast was sustainable as you start to develop that moving forward? Uh, those consults are free. So reach out at the link below uh, in the show notes or email me at brian at podcastchef.com. Thanks. Hi, this is Brian. Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, Our website, podcastchef.com, has a ton of useful information about how to best leverage podcasting to help you solve some of your business goals and challenges. You can also schedule a demo uh, where we can show you how specifically Podcast Chef and our team can help you with some of your podcasting goals. Thanks. Thanks.